the behind the music stories of your favorite mainstream and indie artists. Let me hear you DJ Cyclops here with another edition of Afternoon Music Styles presented by Hicks Cartel Radio. And I have one of, from what I hear, one of the hottest MCs in Florida. And uh, her name is Cliche. For sure. How's it going? How's it going? It's going good. I can't complain. That's good. That's good. Well, let the world know who you are. I'm the hood poet. That's, hey, that's who I am. That sums it up all right there. Cause. Yeah, that's box. Yeah, that's <laughs> all right, all right. So how long have you been doing music? Um, since I was nine. Okay, 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 all right. So what got you into music? Um, probably poetry. Uh, I used to do, I used to write a lot of poems and just a lot of trauma, things I experienced growing up got me into that. So I had to find a way to get it out. And I guess I just chose the music route. I'm just passionate about writing overall. And I guess music is the broadest way to get the writing out. Gotcha, gotcha. So you said you did poetry. So you were like, you know, slam poet. Yeah, like I used to participate in a lot of school events. Okay. The poetry, and if ever, if it was ever like a time where the teacher would give us the option to write an essay or do a poem, I probably was taking the poem route. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, when did you fall in love with combining the poetry with your music? Probably when I was like twelve. Okay. Okay. Okay, so doing the music so far and doing your poetry, like, because, you know, a lot of people say, you know, rapping is poetry. So right. um, have, it, have you got to the point where you're just like, okay, I'm, I'm satisfied with the music stuff, but I just want to do straight poetry still? Uh, no, nah, not so much. I kind of I try to find ways to balance both by uh, intertwining the two. So if I write a, like, most of my music will come off as poetry just on, on an instrumental. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal for me right now, to have my poems come off as music. Gotcha, gotcha. So um, the song that I have uh, from Grands is No Favors. So, okay. So tell me about that song. Uh, basically, it was just me expressing uh, my life story in a way, like what I was going through within the past like three, four years. Um, how I opened it up, how I opened up the song, I was like, um, I went to college to be three cases. Do you know what I was facing? It was like me finally getting a chance to speak on where I was in that moment and what I what I came from. So it was like me giving a, a over like an overview of where I was in life at the time. Gotcha. Now let me ask this question. 
Is yeah. it harder for you to uh, be vulnerable in your music? Because, you know, some nah. people, you know, yeah, it's kind of hard. Yeah, not for me, though. Uh, to me, being vulnerable is actually like a sign of strength because a lot of people come, you know, uh, us as humans in general, we come from a place of emotion. Yeah. And I feel like once you can face your emotions and express them the way that I do, you actually showing strength because people don't like to speak on their emotion because it can come off as weakness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But to me, when you can face your emotions and actually be open about it, you actually a very strong person because not everybody can face their reality of the pain that they feel and express it to other people the way that I do it, at least, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like that help, that help you more than hinder you, you feel me? Gotcha, gotcha. Because, you know, um, like I said, I've interviewed people where, like, it took them a while to kind of open up to their stories, you know, because they didn't want that vulnerable side because, like you said, it does make them seem like they're weak. Um, You know, uh, me personally, I do music as well, and it took me a good 12 years to actually, actually just sit down and just express my story. Cause yeah. like, you know, um, it wasn't that I felt weak. I guess wasn't ready to express myself. To let expose that side of you. Exactly, exactly. Because you know, um, a lot of people don't know what you might be going through, and yep. you know, um, I feel like music is very therapeutic. So you know, it is. So writing stuff down to where it's like okay, um, to where it's just like. I can release my emotions, but at the same time, it might be helping somebody else. Yeah. um, But with that being said, uh, with with no favors, like Mm -hmm. you said, uh, so when was this release? Uh, That's a tricky question. I think about eight months ago. Okay, okay. And I see you had DJ Drama back. So how how, yeah. how how was that to have such a influential DJ like him back you up on this? Um that was like one of my biggest milestones because initially when I reached out, it was on some like, you know, I wanted him to really like be like a stepping stone, help me like uh just put a voice on the track as a hosting and, and it was like at that time I had I didn't really have a lot of songs out so I'm like I don't really know if I'm going to get a response but I just wrote them on Instagram and it just kind of went in my favor like I got a response and I got the price and I just I just I didn't waste no time as soon as I got the price I jumped right on it and like I grew up on Wayne so I'm very familiar with DJ Drama and every all his accolades and things that he could bring, you know what I'm saying, to your music career. So I'm like, that's the first DJ I want on something because, you know, he did stuff with Gucci Man and Lil Wayne and those two artists that kind of influenced me early off when I first started rapping, like to be more lyrical, to be, you know, rapping with a purpose, talking about something. It was really those two guys, even though they was coming from two different walks of life, you know, Gucci was talking about one thing, Wayne talking about another thing. I kind of 
put them two people together to make songs that I made and made me like to create who I am. So I'm like the DJ drama. What better DJ like to host a song than drama? You know, he worked with two artists that influenced cliche. And if I can get him on song with me, it'll give me the motivation I need to reach the level that the people that influenced me have reached. And I just took it like that. Like, let me just reach out to drama and see if I can get a response. And I wasn't expecting the response, but I got the response. So I just jumped right on it. That just, I don't know, to me, I thought that was like a big accomplishment because I did it alone. I don't have a big team. I don't have a team at all. I don't have management, nothing like that. And I, I did that on my own. I made that connection on my own. And I just, I don't know, roll with it. <laughs> so, okay. I want to go back to what you said, like you said, with, Gucci and Wayne, they had yeah. they're rapping with a purpose. So, you know, a lot of a lot of I hate to say it like this, but a lot of rappers today don't have that purpose when they when they nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not trying to throw any shade or anything, but you nah, know you gotta that, be real. Yeah, you know, it's no purpose behind their music. And you know, um I feel like when you do have those uh, rappers that do have purpose behind their music, those are the ones that I feel like it's harder for them to, you know, stand out because they are rapping with a purpose. Yeah. Um, because, you know, you could, I had to say, when I was growing up, um, Soldier Boy was hot. Yeah. You just gotta throw on a beat. Say some words, boom, 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 you hot. But yeah. it wasn't purpose behind it. And you know, it me, I like rappers like Kendrick. I like rappers like J. Cole. I like, right. like Eminem, T.I. Those are like my my rappers right there. So you right. know, but it's harder for people to respect them in the game because you got other people over here like like soldier, like people like that to where they're getting the radio play. They're getting the fame because of catchy lyrics. So they're making bots. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's harder for people like that. So, you know, even don't hate me when I'm about to say, I'm a big Will Smith rapper person. Like I I, I love Will Smith as a rapper. Um, Right. So, you know, but he doesn't get that respect because he's not like a, uh, yeah, he doesn't cuss in his music. He does, you know, stuff like that. So he doesn't get that respect. So right. with your music, you're rapping with a purpose. So do you think it, it's going to be harder or how, how are you going to go about it? I mean, I feel like, yeah, it's going to be harder, but it's, it's going to be like um, something what they're used to right now because a lot of people gravitate into artists like Raw Wave and uh, who else is it? Like Raw Wave. Can't ain't too many of them, shit. Exactly. Gravitate <laughs> to people like Raw Wave. So it's like he ain't really rapping about shooting people and killing people. He rapping about his life story and people fucking with it. I don't know if it's because his sound or what, but I feel like artists similar to him is kind of creating that lane, like no caps and Rollos, even though they'll mention 
killing and all that every now and then, they're more so based on feelings and pain music. I feel like pain music is becoming more of a thing. So it won't be as hard, but I think it, it get hard when you don't have that popularity because you don't have other rappers that's big saying your name, playing your music, giving you that clout. And if you don't have those features from those other rappers pulling in that clout, that's where it'll get hard. But I think overall it won't be hard if you have access to those things, like getting those features from bigger artists and um, just touching people where it hurts. Some people these days, some people like listening to music that remind them of where they've been and all the pain they felt and stuff like that. So I feel like music's getting more emotional. So that's gonna create that that little space right there, but it comes in play where your sound gotta match and and who's backing you up gotta match. So that's when it get hard if you don't have nobody that's in a position to back you up, you know. So, gotcha. And yeah. like you said, you know, you're doing it by yourself. You have yeah. no management and nothing. So I applaud you for that because I know how hard that is. Like. So- <laughs> like it's I tough. know, yeah. So you know, um, so with that, like, I, I'm going back to the drama because you took that leap of faith, saying, "Hey, I'm gonna do this. I'm just gonna send this message on IGs. Hopefully, it works." Yeah, <laughs> and you know, um, I feel like you know, when you're by yourself, you're more you you have that determination to get stuff done yeah you know when you have management don't get me wrong it's good and all but you're not you on that yeah exactly exactly so you know um so like okay with a video for no favors like yeah. how how was that shooting a video like that's off of your own budget right all my videos everything you see of cliche is off my own budget Hey, see, and you know, it, it, it's like, how can I say, you know, um, with, I feel like the independent artist that doesn't have a management team yeah, is putting in more work than the people that actually do have management teams. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yep. you know, um, cause like I said, if you wouldn't have told me that, I would have thought you had a whole monster behind you, like a whole machine. Just, oh. But this is all you. Yeah. This is, a, and see, like I said, I applaud you for that because, like I said, um, knowing the ins and outs of the business, you know, with a manager, without a manager, so I, I know it. And it's just like, okay. But yeah, right now I'm sitting with a manager, but. Oh, oh, it's, over, it's overwhelming. Yes. <laughs> yes, it can be. It can be. So when you when you talk about influencers, you said you had Gucci and Wayne. Um, you really picked up, you know, when you started your rap career. So who would you would you want them as a feature on one of your songs? Or who would you yeah. want, like who do you see yourself collaborating with? Um like near future, like I want future features from people like, you know, Wayne probably will come when it comes. He gotta, you know, 
you know, he a big dog. Yeah. I got to yeah. stand out. But like, uh, I really want to feature some artists like G Herbo, uh, Polo G, uh, Kevin Gates, Broadway, probably like them, them type of artists. Okay. 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 Yeah. All right. So let's go. I want to, I really want to feature from, um, Lil Key. Uh, that's Lil Baby artist. Okay. Okay. Wait, Lil Key. Why does that name sound so familiar? I don't know. A lot of people try to get him confused with yeah, a, a little key with a D on it. The guy that just passed away, but uh, he like a younger guy. He just he just uh, dropped his first album, like I think last month or the month before last. He um he on that pain alley where, I, where I'm at. You feel me? And is I he from Baltimore? Like, nah, he from he from um Georgia. Oh, he from Georgia. Okay, okay. Cause I, man, that name sounds so familiar. I don't know why. You gotta, but, you gotta, you gotta do your research on him. <laughs> yeah, I need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. Let's let's go. Let's go beyond the music. Okay. Tell me who cliche really is? Uh, who is cliche really? Cliche is a giver. Uh, cliche is a a family person, cliche is a risk taker. And cliche is very, I'm gonna say, emotional. Okay. When I say she's a giver, uh, I just go to different expense to give to the people I love and. Doer, I just do a lot for like my family. Like I'm very extended. Uh, I ain't really involved with myself a lot because I'm always taking on everybody else stuff. Mm-hmm. I, so I give a lot. I give a lot of me. Like I give a lot of me to the people around me. And sometimes I go in my favor. A lot of times I'm left on my own once I done gave all of me. And there's nothing else to give. I just be all on my own. So sometimes cliche is also a loner. Um, if I'm not with my, my family, I don't really have too many friends. So I'm really by myself a lot. And I do a lot by myself. So I think I think those words kind of wrap up who I am. Gotcha, gotcha. Like... And, and the thing is, like, you know, uh, I'm like I say, I'm the same way when it comes to giving all of me to others, but not taking the time to give to myself. Right. And, you know, uh, I'm at the point where in my life, I feel like, okay, I've gave so much. Now I'm sitting here like, okay. What's for me? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it. it it's sad to say, you know, um, because like I said, I, I'm a family person too. I give, um, like, I'm big on family. So, you know, I, I can relate to what you're saying because sometimes you, you give and you give and you give. And then it's not like you're giving to expect something back. But when you're, 
when you're in need of something, it's just like, okay, where where y'all at? <laughs> like it's so, so now now that's where you're like, okay, I'm a loner, like I'm I'm here by myself, you know, uh I do for others, but it's just like okay, yeah, I'm just here. So, you know. Um it's like, what about now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, you're there to talk to others about their issues. But when you need to talk to somebody about your issues, it's like, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I I completely understand. I completely understand. And I don't even do that a lot. I really talk about my problems a lot because I don't really get the same help that I give. So I don't like to to express too much of me. And then I know for a fact, like, I ain't going to get as much as I gave them. So it's just like, ah, like, I just like forget about it. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes I'm just a bottle full of emotions. And you know, you know how that can go. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's it's, it's strange because I had a conversation with uh, a good friend yesterday and we were saying how us, I'm going to say us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, We keep a lot of stuff bottled up because we don't express ourselves to, because just like you said, you want to express yourself, but you might not get the same response that you're giving others. So we keep that bottled up to where it's it starts to help mess up with our health and stuff like that to where it's it's bad. That's all I'm gonna say. I, that's what I can say yeah. right now. But yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's just like. We're, we're, we're trying to figure out, okay, where can we break that, you know, in our generation to where we're able to talk to others. It might not even be people that, you know, that's in our family, but it's somebody that we're close to, to be yeah. like, okay, you know, I, I'm going through this and they can kind of help. But, you know, like you said, you just got to find that right person though. Because once you find that right person, you'll be able to find, but until then you get some all bottled up. Yeah, so, but for, you know, artists like us, you know, our music is our best friend because we can express what we're going through. Exactly. And, you know, um, for a lot of people, you know, like I said, me just opening up, being vulnerable just recently, a lot of people didn't know what I was going through, you know, um, to where the music shined a light on a darkness that I had in my life. Yeah. So, you know, um, I feel like with yours, you know, because I, I listened to No Favors a few times and I actually, I'm actually able to like take out the music behind it to just hear the lyrics. And that's yeah. why. I'd rather do that before actually just listening to the song itself because I want to just hear the lyrics. And I heard, I want to say the pain in your voice doing this song. You know, um, there's a lot of people that they could be vulnerable, but the emotion's not there when they're recording music. Yeah. Know? So it's just like, okay, I'm just going to put this out and it might not even be, you know, it might be their story, but <laughs> it's no connection to it. Right. So, you know, I felt the connection to yours, you know. Um, That's so, deep. 
So it's just like, okay, I want I want to hear more like this. Um, I need to go back. Like I said, I only have no favorites. That's all I have. So um, I want to go back and listen to all like your whole catalog and see. Okay, is yeah, good because um, their songs more painful. You can hear more pain in my voice than no favors. No favors to me was a little on the aggressive, painful side, but there's other songs where I'm more vulnerable. Like you should definitely go check them out. Okay. 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 All right. So with with okay with you saying you 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 mostly alone all the time. So like in that alone time, like what? Let, let's get away from the, the the sadness. Like, what do you like to do? <laughs> like, for fun. <laughs> like, so your joy comes out from when you're doing music, basically. Yeah, but I like to do a lot of stuff. Um, I'm real outdoorsy. I like I like doing a lot of stuff. And if I'm inside, I'll be playing the game, Charlie. Gotcha. Like, like some GTA type vibes. But outside, I'm into every. I'm into anything anybody with, like ATV riding, uh, go kart riding, just going to watch movies. Like I'm, I do all type of stuff for fun. I don't know. I'm fun as hell. I, I be all over. I be all over. I yeah. ain't like sunk into depression, but when I know how to turn it on and off, like if I need to be emotional and vulnerable, I could be that. If I need to be Fun, life for the party, making everybody laugh. I can do that too. So it's not like I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm not just one way. I'm like, gotcha. I'm across the board. Yeah, I'm across the board. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Everybody else, when I'm feeling sad as fuck, and they wouldn't even know that I'm sad as fucking sad because all of the positive energy that I'm pouring into them, they'll think that I'm just living this great life. And the whole time, my, my life is shit. <laughs> Tell, tell me about it. <laughs> tell uh, me about it. You know, that's when you got your mask on and just and hide all your pain and good to help somebody else. Yeah. So you know, it, it's yeah. It, yeah. Put on another mask. Yeah, it, it's it's it, it's a tricky situation because, like, I feel like it's a gift and a curse to you know. Be able to help everybody, but then, like I said, oh, that's a curse. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely so, a curse. <laughs> so yeah, you know, um, like I said, it's just um, at this point, I feel like us. I'm gonna say us again. We just need to learn how to, you know, connect with other people that we feel like we can trust because you can't get stuck to anybody because <laughs> your stuff might be in the streets so I'll be like nah yeah so you gotta you gotta find those people that you can trust with your feelings yeah exactly so you know so okay take advantage um if you wasn't doing music if you wasn't doing poetry what would you be doing uh, well, I, I graduated with a bachelor's degree in psychology, so I would still be helping people in some way. <laughs> I would, um, if I didn't, if I didn't 
if I didn't take the office route while I'm sitting in the behind the desk, I would have took the forensic route while I'm out in the homicide world doing behavior analysts, figuring out the mind of a criminal, thinking like a criminal because of all the things I've done and also tying in my I've been I would literally be in the for all the decisions I made before I got my degree, before I went to college, I would definitely probably be out in the field doing forensic uh, psychology for sure. Gotcha. 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 So, so what made you want to I, I, I like to ask people like that you know has like the interest in forensics and psychology like what makes you want to do that um that's just been something that like been like a driving force in my life around the same time as music like i'm into like uh i guess death (laughs) Uh, figuring out what made some like what made you do that what ticks your brain to say I finna ride to this house and kill my wife and my kids. And what switched you from loving them to wanting to kill them, man? As far as like regular shootings, like niggas in the hood, it just, I just wanna be involved in the case. Like, damn, how was his last breath? Like, what happened here? Like, how did this transpire? Like, that's just type of shit that just interests me. I watch shit like, uh, cold cases and uh, unsolved murders and all that type of shit. So I'm just really like deeply intrigued, intrigued by murders. Like what the hell? <laughs> how, yeah. how, how I came to this. Like, so that's probably what I would have been doing. That's what I'd probably be doing if music um fails. Like I would just focus more on my education, what I already learned in school and taking into forensics and try to be like a homicide detective or something gotcha gotcha so yeah, yeah. i was just about to say you you must watch like a whole lot of CSI. like first 48 yeah, for- yeah. <laughs> csi real scripted i like the raw shit like the real oh, okay story. gotcha gotcha like, if i see on instagram such and such just got killed da, 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 i like to go look up the story and like find the backstory and Read the whole article type shit. Like that's just me. Gotcha. Okay, so you don't like that's scripted stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, coolio. All right, all right. So, did you uh was you born and raised in Orlando? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've been in Orlando a few times. I'm not in the rest of that. Born and raised out here, but I want to die here. I want to live like somewhere else like i don't know where yet i've been thinking about it but i want to get out of Orlando. like what are your options like you have any options like texas oh well hey come on down to texas hey like come, te- on. <laughs> come on you. something different but still like a big city like i don't want to go to new york because like i don't i don't know i don't fuck with like too much people like and New York is like overcrowded so like yeah I need to go somewhere where I can still have my space and then if I want to feel crowded I can go into the crowdedness 
So like, if I had to live like close to New York, I'd probably live somewhere like motherfucking, I don't know, DC or some shit. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. All right. So you 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 down from the bottom of the map. So yeah. you you there. So all right. With Florida's type of music, because you know you got the bass music, you know, which is was heavy. I think it's still heavy. Um, so, like, with your music, and you know, with Florida's influence on their music, how how are you able to combine your music to where Florida's accepting it? I don't really care if Florida accepted or not. Hey, well, that's a good mindset right there because I asked the answer I was looking for. <laughs> I don't try to put myself in that Florida box where I'm like, oh, man, I'm not talking about spinning blocks and all that on every song. And I'm not making dancing songs for niggas in Miami and bitches in Miami. And yeah. I just stick to what I like. And it's people that like it too. So if if it's working, it's working. I ain't going to fix that. That's, that ain't broke. You feel me? I don't really try to get in the Florida box because I like the artists I like in Florida, they're not even overhyped. Like I like Lil Popper and people don't overhype Lil Popper. And I love Lil Popper. Like, I'm my favorite Florida artist. So I see that he don't try to con- you know what I'm confirm to what Florida likes. So, like I don't gotta do that shit either. I can sit to the way me and him taking, raw way taking. You know what I'm saying? Seti Hendrix taking the same route. Like, we bigger than, we want to be bigger than Florida. So we don't put ourselves in a category where it's like, damn, I hope, damn, I hope, I hope Florida fuck with it. I hope, shit, I hope the city fuck with it. I don't give a fuck if they fuck with it or not because I want to be bigger than the city. I want to be bigger than Florida. I'd be having people in overseas and uh, I can't even remember the name of the place because it caught me off guard. I got people way on other continents hitting me up on IG telling me they fuck my music. So I'm already, that already give me the motivation I need to just stick to what I'm doing, but maybe get a couple features from a couple big dogs and, and reach out to a couple different camera people to get on different people, uh, horizon, different platforms and stuff like that. But other than that, like, I don't see me dumbing myself down to talk about what everybody in Florida talk about because I can't make up shit. I rap about what I know, what I did, what I've been through, and I'm not going to Make up shit. I'm not gonna scream R.I.P. to this nigga and that nigga on every song. You know what I'm saying? If it's not yeah. my nigga, it's not. You know what I'm saying? So I just stick with what I know. The real gonna relate, and you know what I'm saying? It just take longer. I don't give a damn how long it take. <laughs> I'm gonna stick to the real. I'm gonna stick to what I know instead of who I'm doing it for. You feel me? Gotcha, gotcha. Now let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, the first time you're in the studio. How was it as an experience for you? Oh, shit, it's been so long. My first time in the studio, I've been recording myself in my room for a long time by myself and created my closet into a studio. So my first time walking into like a real enterprise-ass studio, I just felt like I belonged there. I felt like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't a lot for the engineer to tell me. I ain't need a lot of guidance. I ain't need a lot of nothing, like, <laughs> no, like, you know what I'm saying? Not to be like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, I just felt at home. I felt like I'm just, I just switched positions instead of me recording and 
and um engineering an engineer i'm just in the room where i could just straight up record and i could tell the engineer oh nah take that dub off or oh nah switch the don't use no auto tune i just have more guidance to use better techniques like things i didn't know how to do like really using auto tune and really doing this and really making this effect sound like this and that so when i went to a studio i just felt like okay i'm at home um i can take my shoes off and i can tell you how i like my sound to be and you can do it for me so my first time walking in the studio was just like like a kid in the goddamn toy store gotcha 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 to my favorite toys i don't gotta tell you know what i'm saying i don't gotta walk in and look for them <laughs> gotcha gotcha yeah you know, sometimes people be overwhelmed when walking into the studio. Be like, "Oh, I didn't know it was gonna be like this." Like, you know, but yeah. When, but when you when you already have that somewhat experience, like you said, because you built your closet, because I I did the same thing. I had my closet studio, you know, yeah. everything. So I knew going into the studio, I knew what to expect. Right. But, you know, I, I've seen where I've gone with other artists that's never recorded in their life, go, go to the studio, be like, oh, like, what am I getting myself into? To where, yeah. you know, they ha- I'll be like, look, just calm down, just relax. Yeah, like, why sound like that? And why this? And why that? And it's like, so this exactly. is real. Exactly, exactly. It's real microphone, real, just real equipment. Yes. So let me ask you this. Have you ever performed with a live band? A band? No, not a live band. Ah. That's where you should that that's where you need because I feel like your music with a live band. Yeah. Dope. Cause you know, okay. some people they tried it with live bands and like, no, no, it's not good. But uh, I feel like your music would be dope with a live band because you know, um, right. even like with a like a what what what's a little was a small desk concert? What are they call the ones on YouTube? Uh, the tiny desk? Huh? Tiny desk? Yeah, that tiny desk. Yeah, like if you yeah. did one of those, like you, like that would be dope. Like, let's get a band together and like pick like three or four or five songs and just rock out mm, like um yeah, I, look into that. I haven't yeah i gotta look into that yeah it's nothing like, into that. it's like a little drummer to do some shit like that but never like full live orchestra type shit like yeah like it's never it's 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 a whole different experience when you do it with a band okay like, I I rather perform with a band now than my actual tracks because like you can do what you want with that band just with a signal. okay like hey think, stop just yeah and you know you know with your track you don't get that you you got to do exactly how the, how it sounds but you know you can add different yeah. elements to with a band and I I love it and like. Yeah, I really highly suggest you look into that. I will. Yeah. So, um, so when it comes to future projects, what you got going? All right now, I'm I'm revamping. So 
Right now, I'm finna get to a point where I'm dropping music videos consistently. But right now, my personal life is just going through like a whole revamp. So I, it may like I'm a little quiet right now. I just dropped my last my uh my last EP back in April, and I haven't said nothing since April. So I've been working on some singles and shit. Though I'm still recording and shit like that. But I'm just doing a whole revamping, like trying to get my marketing like on a whole another level, so to say. Okay, okay, and that's all you doing it by yourself. Marketing. Yeah, you're still doing it by yourself. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, did you I ever say, think about? Huh? I have outlets. I have people. I have resources, but as far as budget. That's all me. So that's why I'm saying, like, I'm just going through, like, personal life shit while I'm just going through a, a level of revamping my, my gotcha. career, my rap career. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, did you ever think about going to school for music? Uh, back in the, like, back when I first graduated high school, yeah, I wanted to go to Full Sail and do sound. Like, I wanted to be able to master my own sound. So... I was gonna do that. But then before that, I was into animation. So I was gonna go to Full Sail to be an animator, the voiceover for like cartoons and shit like that. But then, you know, ultimately I would have been learning sound yeah. regardless. So I was gonna still take that route for that. But shit, just in case I wanna fall in love with animation, I was gonna have that experience too. But overall, yeah, I wanted to go to school for sound. But, um, when I first graduated high school, I had a lot going on criminally, so I couldn't leave. I couldn't leave to go to college. I had to be in my state. I had to be in my county and finish my probation and do shit how, how the fucking law wanted me to do it. So I stayed home for a little bit, and then ultimately, I went to college like a year after, two years after I graduated high school, and I just did psychology because at that point, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going to stick to my original passion, which is Helping people, shit, being a people person. Gotcha, gotcha. Full sale is a good school. That's where I went. For um, sure. There's a lot yeah. of work, uh, opportunities at full sale. Yes, like uh, I learned, even though I was in an audio engineering class in high school, I learned a lot yeah. more going to full sale. And I was like, I thought I was going in there. I thought I knew stuff. I was like, yeah, I know that. Probably. No, I didn't know nothing. Right. I was, I was shut down real quick. Like I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, um, but um, full sale. Uh, it, it, like I said, it's a good school, and it gets you in places that you probably wouldn't be able to imagine, far as career wise. Um, yeah, yeah, and I I feel like you can still go. Yeah, I can. I can. I yeah. can. Right. Um. One thing about full cell, you know, I'll say this: half the stuff that I have in my studio today came from full cell because they send you everything. Okay, that's lit. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, the laptop I'm on came from full sale <laughs> so right. uh yeah it, it's you know it's very beneficial um matter of fact my manager is my mom she actually went to full sale 
just to learn the music business. Right. To help me further in my career. I was like, yeah, I would do it for that too, really. Uh to learn the actual business behind it. Yeah, because a lot of people know, you know, there's a <laughs> this business a beat. This is a beast when it comes to this business. So, you know, um, it's just, but yeah, like I encourage you to, you know, look into it. This, you know, go. Yeah. So, but um, before we get out of here, before we get out of here, what I'm going to do, I'm going to play No Favors. I'm going to play No Favors. Okay. And I'm gonna let the and world. When you um go and check out the rest of the catalog, and then you hit me up and tell me which song, you know, what I'm saying, stand out on that route we was talking about earlier. Okay, okay. I will do that. So what I want you to do, I want you to introduce this song, and I'm gonna play. It. So it's on you. Okay. Okay. Okay, so what we about to get into is probably one of my most streamed songs featuring DJ Drama, titled No Favors. It's the Hood Poet with DJ Cyclops. Let's get it. All right, y'all. Here we go. Hey, what up? It's one of my best days giving DJ Drama. I got Sadie. You just need to be I ain't never need no favors, whether or not I was stable. I went to college with three cases. Do you know what I was facing? I was robbing people neighbors with my riding king like Abel. I ain't never need no waiver. They know I don't need no favors. I was jumping over every obstacle that I was facing. I was in and out my thoughts. I found my always facing. That cell felt like hell. My heart was always fucking racing. I knew I was going to prevail. I knew I was about to make it. They asked if I would kill myself. They put me in that shell like cases. I knew I would kill myself. Don't put me in general population. And I don't need no soul because I ain't motherfucking baby. If not for foul, I would have got skinny. It's been days and I ain't ate shit. I know I don't need no favors because I know idols turn to rivals. They be hating. So I know I'm forced to keep me a caper because everybody might go until they meet a Jason. <laughs> I ain't trying to save them. Mm-hmm, they left me in the basement. And I knew that I was going to make it. But who am I to tell them? I was running out of favors. And oh, that made me cold. Is it me or am I always giving the most? Who am I supposed to call when I'm feeling no hope? They put my back against the wall. They was doing me wrong. Mm-hmm, I don't need no favors. I know I don't sign the rivals when you drown and they won't save you. Mm-hmm, I'm so high, I don't got no neighbors. They ain't really in the field. I was out there in the makers. It was me and all my niggas. We was really out there slaving. I was the only fucking girl, and I ain't never fucking say shit. It was the nigga on the team that was singing like a player. They called me walking in the house. I ain't write no fucking statement. Why would I tell them the first nigga I ever loved? You know my heart ain't nothing to play with. I end up wanting to kill my own blood. When well, that's the same nigga that I used to stay with. Mm-hmm, they be needing favors. I just turn to haters. Mm-hmm. They rivals in the making. That's why I'm all out of favor. You know my heart outdated. Mm-hmm. So why my heart so cold? Why am I always giving the most? Mm-hmm. My back against the wall. I was losing my hope. It was doing me wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
That was no favors. Um, like I said, you know, just to hear your story and to hear, to hear that song and then to sit here and talk to you today is like it, 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 it's, it's, it's good because like, you know, some people, like I said, some people just put out music, just put out music. But, you know, like you said, you have a purpose when you put out this music. And, you know. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it's, it's, because you, ne- like I said, you never know what a person's going through. And uh, I want to ask you about this one line. You said uh, something about me having a Jason and Michael. You talking about Mike, like, Michael Myers. We, we're talking about Michael Myers, right? Jason, Jason. Is that what we're talking about? Can you, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Say that again. Okay. So um you you, you said in one of your lines, uh you never know. I think it's you never know about a Michael until you have a Jason or a Jason to Michael. What is it? Uh everybody Michael until they meet a Jason. Jason, everybody. Yeah. Okay, so um explain that line to me. Uh, basically, everybody a killer until they meet another killer. Uh, or you want to put it like everybody on something until they meet somebody that's just as equivalent as them. Like that even can relate to fighting. It can relate to business. It can relate to anything. Everybody hot shit until they meet somebody else that's just as hot as them. Like, you know? Okay. 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 Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. But I was, I was really more so talking like, I was more so talking like on the killer level, like everybody got guns, you feel me? And everybody is shooting until they meet another shooter, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And then and then it's like the whole scenario changed. Whole temperature of the of the uh problem changed. And that's what I was getting at. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. I'm gonna like I said, I'm gonna go back and I suggest <laughs> I on here go back and listen to her whole catalog. For sure, uh, because I, I, like I said, I really want to dig deep into the music. So definitely um, do that. Um, you can go on my website too, uh, whoiscliche.com. Okay. And that'll kind of put all my music right in your face, and also give you the links to uh any streaming platform that you use. You can watch all my videos, all my interviews, so you can get a whole like overall. You know what I'm saying? Of everything cliche. Okay. So let me ask you this. Do you have a clean version of No Favors? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, because, you know, on my show, I could play the uncut version. But if I'm keeping it in the rotation, I got to have a clean version. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got a clean version. I can uh, I can get to you. Okay. Coolio. Coolio. So, um. Before we get out of here, uh, I want to have you do a video drop uh, for the station, Hicks Cartel Radio, and then letting everybody know where you're going to be at December 11th. 
Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I could do that for you. I could do that for you. So what you want me to include in this drop? So basically just saying who you are and, um, you, you know, you're rocking with Hicks Cartel Radio and, you know, put your own spin to it, you know. Okay, okay, okay. All right, it's your girl, Cliche, the hood poet, the hood's only hope, coming straight out of West Orlando, and I'm definitely locked in with Hits Cartel Radio. Catch me in Dallas, December 8th to the 11th for Fleet DJ Week in in Texas. It's going to be crazy. All right, I appreciate that. No problem. Like I said, you know, we're going to be tapped in because I feel like a a collaboration going to come yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I feel a collaboration. Let's do it. Because I feel like we have a lot to say. And somebody needs to hear it. So, For sure. <laughs> we, so, gotta, we, gotta, we just got to make them listen. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, sure. Um, before we get out of here, do you have any last words? Uh, I just want everybody to follow me on Instagram at one underscore cliche with two E's. Uh, check out my catalog on any streaming platform as cliche. Uh, go to my website, whoiscliche.com. Keep up with everything cliche. I got new music on the way. I got an album on the way dropping in uh, December before we close out fourth quarter. I'm going to include a couple features on there that I ain't going to speak on too soon. And just keep up with me because I plan on being a household name by this time next year. All right, all right. Well, you know, his cartel is going to be rocking with you all the way. So. I already know. We locked in. Yes, yes, yes. So, like I said, well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another great edition of After the Music Stops and presented by Hicks Cartel Radio. I'm your host, DJ Cyclops, season one and only cliche. And if you missed this episode, you can now catch us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So y'all check us out on there. And uh, until next time, y'all stay safe, be blessed, and you never know who's going to be in the hot seat next week. Peace. Mm-hmm. Okay.